The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in Mexico, Ireland, and France, and in the states of Washington, Missouri, and New York. Welcome and thank you for all your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all of our shows, Shows, I post special uplifting messages to you and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music and the joy of being alive. With all of the viciousness and fear that is being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. Like us on Facebook and I'll help you be part of the solution. And now for your tip for the week for my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like un unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Be positive. 
The person we judge the most is ourselves. Listen for the ways in which you criticize yourself and others. When you think or hear a negative thought, turn it into a positive. For instance, replace I'm stupid with I know a lot of things. We often have negative thoughts that are stuck in our minds, repeating themselves over and over again. One of my favorite creative thinkers was William Glasser, a psychologist who developed schools without failure. He believed that all students could learn Given enough time, encouragement, and appropriate teaching, when a student didn't get something right, he taught them to say, I don't know it yet. The message was clear. You will get it in time. And in fact, they did. Another way to help you change those negative thoughts is by using tools that help you see under the surface. I'm teaching an introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards that will help you do just that. Life is often confusing with conflicting voices vying for our attention. How do we know which voice will bring us the most success and happiness? There is a path to seeing clearly. The cards guide us with the big picture in mind. By helping us see what is hidden, we learn what we need to know. With tarot, oracle, and insight cards, you will learn to trust yourself, grow your intuition and psychic abilities, make the best decisions for yourself, let go of negative patterns and fears, align your actions with your life's purpose. For more information on tarot and insight cards, go to my latest blog and also listen to my on-demand show with Cheryl Baird that we did on April 16th in 2015. As Brother Chi Singh, founder of the Dallas Meditation Center, said, Dr. Paula is the real deal. I highly recommend her to everyone interested in the fast track to spiritual transformation. My introduction to tarot, oracle, and insight cards will be in Dallas, Texas this Sunday, August 21st. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. And looking ahead, I'll be teaching the I'm Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine on September 18th and Creating Financial Abundance on October 16th. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you 
with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Arthur Sierra Micoli, who will talk with us about the stress solution. Last week's show was with best-selling author Christine Hassler, who talked with us about converting disappointment to gain. She shared her story, which began with being the target of emotional abuse and bullying. The result was that by her 20s, despite making a six-figure income, she suffered from depression, migraines, and an autoimmune disease. When she found herself contemplating suicide, she knew it was time to make a change. She felt there was something bigger than herself. She quit her job to begin a search to answer the question, who am I? Pleasing others by trying to be what they wanted was not bringing her happiness or fulfillment. She persevered on her path, even though her family disapproved of her choices and even stopped talking to her. She discovered a lot of the truths that we talk about on this show. She dealt with disappointment by asking questions like, what am I learning, rather than why did this happen to me? Christine learned that healing is a process that happens in layers over time, not all at once. There's no fairy godmother to wave a magic wand. You have to put in the work. She uses various techniques to help her feel her feelings and then let them go. She's still in process, as we all are. She understands how to live the journey and will inspire you to do so as well. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode listed on this page. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. As one regular listener wrote this week, your show is wonderful. You have such interesting guests. I appreciate her taking the time to write me. I love knowing that I'm a top-ranked show and that thousands of you listen every week. And it's even more rewarding to hear directly from you what you're thinking and feeling. My silver lining story today is a continuation of last week's story about my web designer who proved to be untrustworthy. As you may recall, this has been a repetitive experience. I was firm about my deadline, which of course she missed, but she came in a day later with what she promised was just the solution that I needed. I thought, okay, I'm so far into this, what's one more night? Of course, once again, she wasted my time and energy and produced nothing that was remotely related to what I wanted. This time, I gave no options. I just ended the relationship, having faith that someone trustworthy would come into my life to fill this role. Yes, I was upset. At the same time, I was proud of myself for standing up for myself and waiting to make the final break. Only when I knew I was done. I mean, really done. We often criticize ourselves after leaving a challenging situation. We blame ourselves for not leaving sooner, adding more pain to the experience with our negative self-talk. I have to admit that I was doing some of that, not to the extent that I used to, but I was still wondering how I allowed it to go on for over a year. 
My answer came during the night in the form of a dream and then profound insight in the morning as I was analyzing the dream and thinking about what I had learned and why this experience kept repeating itself. The scene in my dream told me that I was letting go of pent-up tension and worry and that this was an end to difficult times and a new beginning with relaxation. Even though there was disappointment, it told me, there was also a new passion for life and new creative energy being released. The dream also showed me who in my waking life was the real source of pent-up tension and worry. I realized that I needed this web designer to treat me in the exact same way in order to bring up all the same responses within my emotions, my mind, and my body so that I could literally feel how awful it felt and how much it drained my energy. Since the other person is a close blood relative, it was extremely hard to allow myself to acknowledge the truth of that relationship. I needed the distance of someone not related to me to act out the same role. As I'd let the lies and betrayal sink in, I was able to make the final break in both relationships. Although the door is locked shut with the web designer, the door will always be open with the other relationship. Should that person ever decide to walk through that door into a healthy relationship, leaving all the abuse behind. I have forgiven this relative and myself for the past, but I will never forget so as to ensure that we do not repeat the past ever again. To feel the completion of this lesson left me elated. I actually said to my assistant on a day when it was about to rain that the sun was shining inside my home. I still feel that way. Another silver lining is that I realized how important it is to recognize that what is happening in the present moment has its roots in the past. If we get stuck in anger, blame, shame, guilt, and other debilitating emotions, we are not able to look at the root cause. Whatever unpleasant situation we are experiencing now is helping us bring up old feelings, thoughts, and memories, often with different people so we can learn to do things differently and eventually see clearly enough to fully heal the root cause of difficulties in our current life. And it isn't always Freudian or about our early childhood. Root causes can emerge at any point in our lives. We need to clear all of them in order to be truly free and healthy in our mind, body, emotions, and spirit. When you see your life experience from that higher perspective, all of the anger, blame, guilt, shame, and self-criticism for not seeing it sooner, for doing it wrong, for staying too long, etc., disappears because you got what you needed. You see the truth and you can let go of the past. That's the real that's the real source of your pain. One huge silver lining 
was then entrusting my intuition about when it was right to end the relationship, I wound up staying long enough to truly complete my learning. I chose not to leave too early from a place of anger or fear or resentment. I left when I just knew from a place of peace and centeredness that I was done. I don't have any desire to take revenge or any feelings of regret or any sense of violation or loss, anger, or betrayal. None of it. I needed her to help me learn and grow. It was my choice to do so or not. I'm glad I chose to learn and leave satisfied. I didn't know that this was possible. I never heard anyone talk about it. But having experienced it, I can now help others reach this point of ease and, as my dream foretold, relaxation. Transformation doesn't happen in an instant. But when you get to the core of the dysfunction, It all disappears, all the pain releases, and you are truly free and free of stress. Our guest today, Arthur Sierra Micoli, is a licensed clinical psychologist and the chief medical officer of soundminds.org, a popular mental health platform with three apps he developed. Currently in private practice, he has been on the faculty of Harvard Medical School, chief psychologist of Metro West Medical Center, and lecturer for the American Cancer Society. He's the author of several books, including The Power of Empathy, Performance Addiction, and Lasting Love, which is now published in seven languages. His new book is The Stress Solution. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my next seminar, Introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, and go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Arthur Sierra Micoli, who will talk with us about the stress solution. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. 
Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 866 472 5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you currently deal with stress. I'm so pleased to welcome Arthur Sierra, my colleague, who will talk with us about the stress solution. Welcome, Arthur. I'm so pleased to have you on the show. Well, thank you very much for having me, Paula. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. And I'm very interested in this topic. I mean, as you point out how much um, stress uh, we are all dealing with and how much it interferes with us. And I know you've developed your own method that you've been using for 35 years um, that seems to work. And so many of us, what, three quarters of the population at least really need what you are about to share. So please talk to us a little bit about what it is that's different about what you do. Well, Paula, I combine empathy with cognitive behavioral therapy and also teach people in the book how to change their neurochemistry, their brain chemistry naturally through these two methods. You know, empathy calms the emotional brain so that we can perceive accurately and thoughtfully. And being able to perceive accurately is crucial to reducing stress as old bias thinking you know, based on early conditioning, distorts reality and causes unnecessary tension. And knowledge regarding brain chemistry allows us to produce our own natural chemi- chemicals that create calm, focused energy to do, do the best we can in life. And finally, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, corrects distorted thinking. And these three components produce a synergy that enhances our lives, it reduces the stress in our lives and, and releases our potential. You know, cognitive behavioral therapy basically focuses on the present and cognitive distortions that we have learned early in life that allow us to misperceive. And when we misperceive, we cause stress. And when we cause stress, we release the stress hormone cortisol that can be very dangerous. 
you know, the, the stress hormone cortisol, when it's released consistently, causes negative thinking, it causes weight gain, inflammation, hair loss, breaks down muscle tissue, causes flabbiness, depression, anxiety, and it also causes memory loss. This, this hormone cortisol, when we're stressed, actually kills neurons in the memory center of the brain. And another aspect that, that has become known recently through studies is that it also throws off our blood sugar levels. When we have too much of this stress hormone in our system, it throws off blood sugar levels, which enlarges fat cells and creates a desire for sugary foods. So it is one of the, it's one of the key elements to weight gain that really isn't talked about very often. Which also leads to diabetes and all kinds of other problems. Yes, it leads to all kinds of other problems. And even in a, in a, in a recent study in Australia, they found that chronic stress, this is amazing, increases activity in the lymphatic system that allows cancer to spread six times faster than it would normally. Oh so we, we have to be very concerned about the stress level we're living with. You know, 75% of visits to primary care physicians in the year 2015 were caused by stress. 75% of Americans say that they, they suffer from stress physically or emotionally every day. And 50% of Americans say they woke, wake up every night due to stress. So it's really become an epidemic in our society. And I combine these two methods empathy and cognitive behavioral therapy to allow us to slow down because empathy really does that. It focuses on the facts of life, the truth of life, and it teaches us where our old biased thinking is. And I heard you talking earlier in your show, and I, I totally 100% agree that that old conditioning allows us to misperceive, and then we, we, we feel stressed, and then we feel stressed. We produce this hormone that causes all these negative effects. Empathy, on the other hand, very interestingly, when we give and receive empathy, which means that we slow down and really see beyond the, the surface of another person, we see into the heart and soul of another person, it produces the chemical oxytocin, which is a near-magical neurotransmitter. It's what women produce when they're pregnant. What does oxytocin do? It reduces anxiety and cortisol levels. It helps us live longer. It, help, it aids in recovery from illness and injury. It promotes a sense of calm and well-being. It increases generosity and empathy, whereas cortisol, the stress hormone, reduces empathy and produces narrow thinking. Oxytocin, when we give and receive empathy, a give and receive empathy, yes, expands empathy and allows us to have a much wider lens of looking into the, the heart of another person. Also protects against heart disease, it reduces inflammation, most importantly reduces craving for addictive substances, and it creates a bond with another person. It creates trust in another person. So it decreases fear, and it creates a feeling of security, and it opens the door for love and deeper friendship. That's the hormone oxytocin that is produced when we give and receive empathy versus when we're stressed and we have very narrow black and white thinking, we produce cortisol, which is that very damaging neurochemical. Listening, I, I want to talk a little bit about listening because it's so very important and especially what you call empathy holy listening, where you truly listen deeply. But most of us are in such a hurry and so stressed to get our to-do list done and we have so many responsibilities that 
There's no time to listen to our children, to listen to our colleagues, to listen deeply. We may listen um, surface enough to get enough of a message that we can then respond and get the conversation moving. So how does one learn to really stop and allow themselves to really hear the other person? Well, you know, that's that's an extremely important question, Paula, because if we don't listen, we don't really hear what's going on. And quick reactors, people that respond with sympathy, for instance, sympathy is an effort to console quickly. Empathy slows down a process to really understand the facts. And the first step in being empathic is to ask open-ended questions. You know, this puts preconceptions aside while we're expressing true interest in another person's perspective. You know, instead of asking your teenage daughter, honey, do you really think your date was cute? You, must ask, you might ask, how was your evening with your new date? You know, closed-ended questions slam the door on empathy because most questions are really statements. It's sort of like you're talking and, and someone says to you after your show today, well, Dr. Joyce, do you, think you, do you think you were good today on the show? Well, that means they think you weren't. You know, because they don't have the courage to tell you what they really think. So many questions are really statements. But open-ended questions truly are questions of inquiry, meaning I don't know what you're experiencing. I want to understand what you're experiencing. The second, the second step in, in, in learning how to express empathy is to slow down. You know, empathy slows things down so that emotions can be tempered with thoughtful reflection. If we react quickly, we're not really thinking through things very clearly. And the third step is to avoid snap judgment. Empathy, empathy doesn't categorize based on past experiences, but sees human, being as, human beings as always changing and evolving. You know, whenever I'm working with a couple and I hear one of the spouses say, oh, I know her, I know him like the back of my hand, I get a little anxious because that's not a good perspective. Because we change. As we age, we may change views politically. We may change views of ourselves. Our self-voice may change, hopefully. And so we are evolving human beings. So you don't ever want to assume that you know everything about another person. So you want to avoid snap judgments. And in terms of what you were saying earlier on the show, the next step is to pay attention to your body and the other person's body because, you know, we, 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 we speak to each other. Our nervous systems speak to each other. It's like having a remote control in our hands. And you can, you can really suffer from what I call secondhand stress. So we have to pay attention to our bodies and the nonverbal behavior of another person as well. That, that allows us to take in all the variables that another person is, is showing in their behavior. And most importantly, we have to learn from the past. You know, when, when we need to understand our past so that our theories and old patterns don't interfere with understanding and perceiving. And if you're unaware of your own biases from the past, your ability to perceive accurately, of course, will be compromised. You know, for instance, if you have fear of anger because your father had a short temper, you may be overly sensitive to people you encounter who are just being passionate. They're not angry. You know, sometimes people who are fear anger because they grew up in that surrounding, when someone raises their voice because they're passionate about a movie or about a a musician or about a singer or about some cause, they automatically retreat because they think it's anger when it really isn't. And lastly, we need to let the story unfold. You know, every person's story needs to proceed at their pace, not our pace. With empathy, it allows you to judge with surprising accuracy how fast or slow the other person's need needs to go. And timing with listening is everything. 
And as you said earlier, you know, holy listening, I, I love that term because it really means listening another person's soul into a, pers- to a position of disclosure and discovery. So when, when we're truly listening, people will talk. And, you know, we don't change alone. We're all too subjective. We need to be in relationships where we're giving and receiving empathy and we're open to feedback because then when the process slows down, and it's very important in marriages and close love relationships and close friendships and even in the work world, when you slow down and truly listen, you get the facts. And when people feel heard, they want to be around you. When you know how to listen from an empathic position, you'll never be without friends. I guarantee you. Time and time again, I see people who I was told would never talk to me. And I'm not complimenting myself. Anybody can learn this, this way of listening. But when you truly are doing this, people will open up because human beings have a longing to be understood. We all want to be understood. And when you know how to do that, you will draw people to you continually. And I I love what you're saying, and I also want to point out that to emphasize that it can be learned, and that that it is one can set that up as a goal. Because I remember at a point in time in my 40s when I realized that I wasn't listening very well because nobody listened to me, and I wanted yes. to be heard, and so I was so busy being heard that I was doing to them what had been done to me. And I yes. made it, started making a concerted effort to really listen with a curious attitude. You use the yes. word discovery. Yes, and that, that's exactly, Paula, what the open-ended questions do. They, you, a person can see just by the way you're interacting with them, they can see it on your face that you're really curious. I want to know. I don't assume I know. I want to learn from you. And when you're taking that position, you learn more and more about yourself also because when you slow down this process, you learn where your biases are. And stress, 99% of stress is caused by misperception. You know, those perceptions that we have like when we do mind reading or all or nothing thinking or catastrophizing or magnifying or minimizing, all of these ways that we learn all early on, we have to unlearn. And as you're saying, anything that's learned can be unlearned, but it does take time and discipline. That's why in this book, this book is more of a workbook. You know, at the end of each chapter, I have uh, questions that I ask people to answer, to answer what particular people that you identified with and the stories that I told. What kind of distortions do you use in your life that you identify through reading these stories of other people? And they're all very personal stories. And then I ask people to take an action at the end of every chapter. Because, you know, change is really an active process. You can't, you can't just do it alone or by thinking about it. You have to put it into action, just like empathy. Empathy really doesn't re- reward us or other people if we just keep it to ourselves. We have to know how to express it. And when we put our learning into action, we can see that we have to try it out and keep working at it. And that's what open-ended questions do. We keep asking the, the right questions so that we can get a true consensus of what the right answer is. And some of us, you said um, a couple minutes back <clears throat> about it kind of being a two-way street, that 
we want to be empathetic, but also receive empathy. And I think many of us, and and I am going to do a gender thing here because women especially, and not to a person, and certainly there are a lot of men who play this role too, but people who have been trained to facilitate others' lives, to um, make their lives work, to be empathetic toward them, but don't know how to receive or choose people to be with who don't know how to give. And so yeah. Yeah. How, do, how do you recognize this dynamic and begin to change that? Well, you know, sometimes I hear, and, and particularly women saying, oh, I have too much empathy. And I say that, you know, if you're really using empathy correctly, you can never have too much because empathy teaches us to slow down and really learn who we're interacting with and learn about their character. Character meaning the the kinds of things like, are you honest? Are you dependable? Are you open-minded? These kind of very important things. Do you tell the truth or do you lie? When you're using empathy, to accurately understand the character of another person, it teaches you who to get close to and who to remain distant from. You know, there are certain people that you don't want to get too close to because they will, they will suck every ounce of energy you have out of you. They'll keep taking and taking and taking. And if you ha- you're in a relationship where you're giving 80% and you're receiving 20%, that's not empathy. You're misperceiving. You're, you're so much longing to feel worthy that you're overdoing it. You're bending over backwards and you're hoping for something in return. But people f- show their true colors when they're under stress. You know, we don't learn much about a person in a day at the beach. We learn when we're in difficult situations because that's when a person's char- character comes forward. You know, there are some people who are depressed and they're still giving people. There are some people who are depressed and they use it as a sign to say, you have to give to me. Or they have an unfortunate uh, thing happen in their lives and they use it for months and months to try to get people to give more to them. Where other people will talk openly about their, their misfortune, but they don't expect you to make up for it. So empathy really allows you to see who you should get close to and who you should remain distant from. It's, it's a, the greatest tool for love. Because if you just walk into a relationship because you're longing so much for love, you don't really hear and see what the other person is truly about. It's what I call image love. You know, in the beginning of relationships, especially if it, if it becomes sexual, it, you know, I always say that early sexual involvement is, is binding and blinding. Because you, you start to feel like you know the person because you're so close physically. And then we, we have blinders on. That's the blinding part of the physical, the sexual attachment. And then you think you know the person, but you really don't. You're, you're really using your partner as a source of escape and ecstasy. It's an object of desire, but it doesn't mean you really know the person. That's what image love is. You're falling in love with an image, but you don't really know the person. To really know the person, if you learn how to listen empathically, you'll be more successful not only personally, but professionally. You know, Harvard, Harvard Business School did a study on who were the most successful managers that graduated from their MBA programs, long-term study, and who were they? They were the people who allowed people to feel understood and allowed, allowed people to feel cared for and respected. So that they actually said that the empathic tool was three times more valuable than any intellectual tool, any, any exclusively cerebral tool. 
Because, you know, in and, business or in, in work or as educators, we have to listen, right? We have to listen to students. We have to listen to people we're negotiating contracts with. We have to know who we're dealing with. You don't want to sign a contract with someone you know is deceptive and unpredictable. Exactly. And this is a good point for us to move to break and we'll pick up the conversation when we come back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and healing at deeper levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It connects your unconscious and conscious and helps you to make wiser decisions and move forward in peace and relaxation. It continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Now on your paper, write down what are some new ways that you can reduce stress in your life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Arthur Sierra, my colleague, who will talk with us about the stress solution. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what are some new ways that you can reduce stress in your life. 
I'm so glad we're here with Arthur Sierra Micoli, who's talking with us about the stress solution and has so much wisdom and practical knowledge to share. Um, Arthur, in your book, you talked at, at one in one of your chapters about bullying and using um, CBT and, and how the victim blames themselves. Um, and more often than not, and I'm wondering how one you how one gets out of that way of thinking. Well, I, I think when we're when we're in positions where we're being mistreated, and there are very high incidents of bullying, particularly in the corporate world at this point. Uh, some studies indicate that 70% of corporate workers feel bullied. I think we have to make a decision sometimes, as particularly as adults. If, if it's worth us staying in certain positions, because some people who are so dominated in our culture right now by appearance and, and material possessions that we sacrifice our integrity. And when we sacrifice our integrity, uh, our self-esteem will go down and down and down. And, you know, there, as you know, there's a story in the book about a man who left a prestigious corporation to work for a smaller uh, business company where he was much happier, made less money, but his whole life changed because he didn't come home with all that stress. So we, 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 have, to, and we have to counter uh, bullying and, and also prejudice. You know, I was so happy that my publisher allowed me to write a, a chapter on prejudice in this book as well because empathy allows us to see accurately and to see also our own prejudices so that we don't align ourselves with the wrong people. And a lot of times, particularly in certain positions where a bully may have something hold, holding over you, like your bonus for this quarter, or uh, in a school system, a certain promotion, uh, that, again, we're very tempted to give up our, our integrity and our, and our self-respect for advancement. And, and we have to always realize that you can't follow that societal norm that, you know, success at any cost, because the cost will be your own self-esteem, which will be extremely damaging. And you will not be very good with the people in your life because you're so consistently stressed and preoccupied. But how do we know when we're when we're not being true to ourselves? I mean, it's so confusing because, as you point out, there's such an emphasis on achievement and success and a certain amount of money and so on. And I, I think we get confused as to who we are and and where do we end and where does all these messages begin? Well, you know, th- that's why I have a term in the book. I actually wrote a book called Performance Addiction, Paula, that it's the belief that a pe- perfecting appearance and achieving status will secure love and respect. And we have to realize it's an irrational belief system. It's learned from early family experiences, and it's reinforced by our material appearance-driven society. And my first recognition of performance addicts came when I was largely a result of my work with a group of people who embodied so many of the qualities that are highly regarded in professional and public life. Their resumes were very impressive, but I noticed despite their capabilities, they seemed to have little regard for their own personal achievements and their own physical appearance. They always seem to be scoreboard watchers. You know, every day they take inventory of how well or how terribly they're performing or how attractive or how dreadful they look in the mirror. And I think it's really aligning yourself, using your empathy to be in friendships with people who do not have that 
way of looking at, at life and or who are people who because we're all exposed to this in life but you want to be you want to have close friends and and love partners who don't buy into it or are trying not to buy into it because in our society there's no question we work too hard we sleep too little we love with half a heart and then we wonder why we're stressed and unhappy it leads to profound unhappiness and once, once you realize that we, we become a society, as you say, that places so much emphasis on achievement, status, and appearance, and far less on character and relationships. And character and relationships are the, should be the foundation of your life. That's why I have a chapter in the book on authenticity. You know, people have asked me, why is it important to be authentic? Well, because when you're not authentic and when you're just trying to please other people by being somebody that you aren't, um, you're chronically unhappy because you, you're afraid to be yourself. You're afraid that if, 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 you, if you disclose and are vulnerable and open up, that your pretense will be found out. And how can you really feel loved if, you don't, if you're hiding who you are? Uh, absolutely. And, and it's, it's, it's a tough um, screen to move through and to begin to look at which parts are really me and which roles have I been playing to try to please others. And, and, and it's never satisfying anyway, because they're never satisfied with what you do, if it's all about pleasing them. Yes, Um, exactly. You know, and, and when you have a critical inner voice, as I know you spoke about earlier in the show, you're, you're likely to internalize stress. So you blame yourself for situations that are out of your control. You, you probably have difficulty differentiating when the cause of a particular event is situational or when it's personal, you know, because you've already developed the negative thoughts about the stress you may encounter before it actually exists. And then this internal negativity makes you far more likely to overreact to a stressful situation because you're already criticizing yourself before you even enter the situation. And that's, you know, our self-voice is learned early in life, but it can be unlearned again. When you're open to the feedback of other people, when you're around other empathic people, you have to rewrite the story. You know, I always say that early in life we create a novel, a fictitious story about ourselves that we write based on what we think is being reflected back to us from those around us. But it's as if we're looking at ourselves in a mirror. But if the mirrors you're looking into are cracked or inaccurate, you get a distorted view of yourself as if you're looking in a circus mirror. So, and as a result, you create an inaccurate story about yourself, and that story sets the stage for irrational belief systems. And we, you cannot change the story alone. You know, as I mentioned before, we're all too subjective. We need a group of people in our lives that will give us honest feedback so that we can obtain an accurate view of ourselves today, a more objective account of who we are today, not the, not the person we grew up with thinking we were based on distorted feedback from others. And so how, um, how does one change that internal dialogue in addition? I mean, if you don't have that group of people and you don't know how to get them because, you know, you're stuck with people who are always criticizing you, how do you get out of this cycle? Well, it's, it's very important to not keep, don't, you know, you, you don't want to keep hitting your head against the wall. Once you've determined that certain people are incapable of giving you what you need or giving you respectful empathy, you have to distance yourself somewhat. And I know that's hard if they're the only people in your life. 
but how do you how do you form relationships with other people? There's a chapter on goodness in the in the book. There's a chapter on being authentic and 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 the gain of knowing how to listen empathically. As I said earlier, if you know how to listen, and if you start giving to others, you will get what you give. Try not to retreat within yourself, but you have to go out. You know, and some people, you know, I I've been doing group therapy. Uh, with different ages for three different groups for over 35 years. And all of these people are not people who are mentally ill. They're just people who want to balance their lives and they start to form relationships. So look, look for opportunities to do that. Look for opportunities to get involved with other people. Maybe, maybe it's even a book club or some organization in your area where you start to meet new people. And when you meet new people, I guarantee you, if you start to give and listen and are curious about those other individuals, you will start to form friendships. And you also begin to discover new parts of yourself as you explore what kinds of groups would I want to join. Oh, I have an interest in books, and and these people are like-minded in that regard. They may have different views on the books, but we enjoy reading and discussing them. And so you also discover yourself. Yes, and I have written a number of blogs on my website, balanceyoursuccess.com, that I think give even additional hints uh, about how to get involved with other people. There's several art- blogs about giving, authenticity, um, and you know, obviously if people purchase the book, which I hope you, they might do, your, your listeners might do, there's lots of examples of how to get involved in a way that produces lasting relationships, not short-term relationships, lasting relationships of quality. Um, yes, I think that's so important. And, and we have just another minute on, on this portion of the show. But I wanted to say that, too, I think as you b- begin to get that broader perspective, then it helps you create less stress and more distance in the relationships that are creating the stress. Yes, yes, unquestionably. You, you begin to see... You, be, you know, it's, it's, it's this thing, Paula, about people all, always think they have to correct what's wrong with them. This whole, this whole approach is uncovering what's always been right about you that you have not seen. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Would you say that one more time? That's such a beautiful I, I, way I'm to close it. it, it you know, people often think this is, it, it, to, to balance your life, it's about... It's about learning what's wrong with you and changing it. And my approach is it's about uncovering what's always been right about you that you've never recognized. Thank you. And through the feedback of other objective empathic people, you come to discover things in you that were always there. They've just been buried under some false ideas about yourself. Oh, thank you so very much. What a true pleasure to have you on the show, and thank you for the wonderful work you're doing. Well, thank you very much, Paul. It was a delight to interact with you. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I want okay. to encourage you to go to his website, balanceyoursuccess.com. And also to purchase his book on my website. 
Thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook, then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Dr. C. Aramai Coley's book and go to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, The Ohm Awakening, and The Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels and angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. And click on the link to register for my introduction to tarot, oracle, and inside cards. Go to my calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to your Self. If you have a question about a difficulty in your own life, an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process. Just click on the Meetup icon on my website homepage to RSVP, paulajoyce.com. Please join us next Thursday when best-selling author Susan Anderson will discuss how to recover from the abandonment that we all experience. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Oh, 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 oh,